comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Recording and this is out now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and as always, this is Abe. Hello. Out now is a film podcast as Abe and I discussing new movies weekly. However, every now and then we like to do random bonus episodes such as this one. We are going to do a commentary for a movie yet again because we know how much our audiences love listening to these commentaries, whether they actually have the movie we are commentating on or not. And so, Abe, I got we gotta. I mean, we gotta set the record straight here. We like having a lot of fun with these commentaries. We like doing, you know, absolutely. We, we like doing silly movies every now and then. But sometimes yeah. you really have to do like classics. You really got to get into some of the deeper movies of our generation and like really delve into some movies that can provide you some real food food for thought, right? Right. Yeah. Yes, and generations of past. You know, not just our generation, but you know, those golden age of movies kind of thing. Yeah, it's nice to it's nice to reach back into the vault every now and then and really grab out a classic and just kind of shed some light on your own thoughts on it. Which is why we're, of course, doing a commentary for the Stallone film Judge Dredd from 1995. And, uh, you know... Classic. Some movies are some movies are good, some movies are great, and some movies are Judge Dredd. That's just all I have to say about that. But for now, joining us on this podcast to discuss Judge Dredd in, in feature length, because it is a commentary after all, we have a writer for Damn Dirty Blog and a man who never takes off his helmet, Jordan Grout. Ooh-wee. Hello. And, of course, the co-host of Legion of Dudes and the Walking Dead TV podcast, the leader of his own desert cannibal gang, Jim Dietz. I am the law, gosh darn it. (laughs) (laughs) How are you guys doing? I'm excited. The golden age of film, the golden age of cinema from 17 years ago. Yep. (laughs) Oh my god, I, I, I can't wait. I guess, to talk about Judge Dredd. Obviously, we're, we're talking about Judge Dredd because we have a new Dredd film coming out next week, as of this recording, the Carl Urban starring film, um, Dredd 3D. And um, this this commentary idea isn't even to my credit. It, go, it belongs to Jordan. Jordan suggested this as an idea for a commentary, and I just had to immediately say yes, because why would you not want to review a movie about Sylvester Stallone's <laughs> Judge Dredd co-starring Rob Schneider? Like, it just... <laughs> But uh, yeah, we'll get to all that more once we get the movie started. But let's, uh, you know, let's get just uh, get get straight into things. We got no real announcements. It's a bonus episode. iTunes reviews and ratings always mention that. You know, it helps out the show. Be great to do. But uh, yeah, let's just jump right into it. So all of us currently are pa- are paused and synced up, ready to go. So I'm gonna just give a hint to where we are. If you have the DVD copy of this film. We are 36 seconds in. If you don't and are just kind of have Judge Dredd in your own way, we are at the point where the like the the studio logos have just passed by, and the first frame of the actual film says "From Hollywood Pictures," and you have like a mini Judge Dredd comic like right above the H. That just gives you a frame of reference of where we are with this commentary. So you know, get synced with that if you actually decided to 
get a copy of this film and watch it with us talking about it during it. And um, Which yeah. is really the best way to go. Come it, it could be the best way to go. I know a lot of people like listening to these without watching the movie. Yeah, you know, and we appreciate that too. It's, it's great. I mean, uh, if, it, if it makes for a fun listen, that's great. We, uh, we try. So We try. With all that said, let's, uh, let's do our old countdown. I'm going to go three, two, one, go. And on the sound of go, we're going to press play and go. So we good? You got, everybody got yes. that? Got it. So here we go. Three, two, one, go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here we go. We're starting right up. We got the various Judge Dredd comic books popping onto frame here. Which is actually a cool uh, intro. They're up. Vagina. I mean, we'll... <laughs> Well, yeah. we're all gonna we're gonna get into what makes this movie good versus what makes this movie bad. Most of it leaning towards the bad, but there are a lot of good things in this movie in terms of yeah. uh, production design, the uh, some of the action involved, just the basic kind of scope of a comic book movie like this. I mean, there's there are good things going on, and it's a very comic book movie for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh, this is the best part. It's a meme nowadays to have Morgan Freeman do your uh, voiceover, oh, but no. back then it was a meme for James Earl Jones to do your voiceover. Just, yeah, you know, ri- riding the wave of Lion King, he just jumped into the <laughs> <Dredd. laughs> Right, Riding the wave of coming to America on the Lion King, he just, like, he just said, hey, Judge Dredd's the place to be. I don't think that he would leave Zamunda to do this. Zamunda? <laughs> he didn't. He only just narrated, so he didn't have to. I will, I'm going to say this about James Earl Jones. I don't know what happened last year when Conan the Barbarian came out and he wasn't narrating that movie. It seemed like that was a missed opportunity given that he's in the original Conan the Barbarian. Like, was he busy? Like, Morgan Freeman did actually narrate that movie, which was hilarious to me. But it's, why did they... <laughs> He's telling kids to get out of his yard playing baseball. I, <laughs> I, I know we're watching it and we're like, is that really Morgan Freeman or is that just a sound alike? <laughs> So right now, I'm pretty sure I'm watching a combination of, like, every sci-fi movie <laughs> so far. Right. This looks a lot like Dune. It does, and we have two of the stars of Dune in this movie, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Also kind of like Super Mario Brothers. Yep. Oh, my God, there's a commentary of the big Super Mario <laughs> Brothers. Good Lord. Why did we make Blade Runner 2 Super Mario Brothers? <laughs> Oh, look at that. We yeah, we don't get enough time to see Rob Schneider. But Rob Schneider's opening our movie. I just need to, to point this out. <laughs> yeah, it's on screen before Stallone. <laughs> yeah. The movie begins with Rob Schneider. The action version of the Judge Dredd... The live-action Judge Dredd comic book movie begins with Rob Schneider leaving jail. Yeah, he's talking to a bunch of Lego guys. I just, I just imagine that after Demolition Man, Rob and Stallone just formed like a classic friendship, and that's why he's like in the. Well, I know, like in the in the trivia, I believe it's Joe Pesci was originally like they wanted him to be play this role, and he he was too good for Judge Dredd, so they got Rob Schneider as the second justice. If you watch the shot, you can almost see where the CG starts. <laughs> yeah, that said, I mean, I like a lot of this design. Like this is. I mean, it's it's kind of it's very very Coruscant. It, it's very Coruscant, but it's like you can see, like I mean, obviously Blade, Blade Runner is like an influence here, but um, like Fifth Element, like a lot of these, like you can just see, yeah. Yeah. you can you can see all even the, uh, you can connect all the dots between these movies. And a little bit Max of Total Recall. Yeah, Total Recall, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I'm not exactly sure about the logic of the day. Do you think they moved the Statue of Liberty into the city, or the city just expanded <laughs> outwards? Actually, that's part of the plot, uh, if you haven't seen this already. But yeah, they did they do make a mention that they moved the Statue of Liberty. Okay. Because there's a, the, you know, spoilers, the, the big fight at the end is at the Statue of Liberty. The, the one fight to counter X-Men in terms of Statue of Liberty fights. <laughs> the most redundant again. question ever pro- proposed in any film about a frog and lightning. <laughs> but yeah, and here's a question for you guys. You guys had previously mentioned that Judge Dredd never takes off his helmet. In the comic books, yes, he never takes off his helmet. Okay. Is that because it's, like, secured on forever? Or he just never takes it off? It's because he's the ugliest man alive. Oh, that's not true. He just does. He's just. It's be. It's beyond. Jim, do you have a better answer for why he doesn't take off his helmet? It's kind of like the Master Chief Halo mystique. Oh, okay. That's good. You know, it's like he, he's every man because he's no man, and you've never seen under the mask, so you're supposed to be able to identify with him more easily. Huh. Oh no! Crazy riots in the streets. This is the bad part of Mega City One. Oh, is this where James Remar comes in? He is yes, in this is. area. We'll see him. <laughs> yes. We'll, we'll get to Papa Dexter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Father Dexter and the Warriors, James Remar. Oh, yeah, I love no, I love James Remar and the Warriors. Makes oh, no the sense. Warriors is great. Is, um, is Rob Schneider wearing jorts? He looks like he's wearing that jacket from Back to the Future Part 2. It looks two. like he, yeah, he's stolen Marty's jacket and he's wearing jorts. They're cargo shorts. Did we just see <laughs> the Stephen D. Souza credit there? Yes, we yep. did. And anyone and the product placement. And anyone that listened to our previous commentary for Street Fighter should know that um, Steve, Steven D'Souza directed that film, correct? And uh, good old Danny Cannon, who went on to do um, the uh, I still I know still know what you did last summer. Yeah. <laughs> I think they need bigger guns. Uncredited Remar. His performance was too good for them to give him credit. They'd have to pay him just as much as they paid Rob Schneider. <laughs> that would have been awesome if they got like Christopher Walken in that role. <laughs> as this guy? <laughs> as... Yeah. Jim, as the as our resident comic aficionado, have you uh, are you familiar with the Judge Dredd comics? Like, do you read a lot of them? Or I've read some of the original uh, by by John Wagner uh, from 2000 AD. I'm I'm not as big a fanatic. I mean, it's like 30 years, 40 years now of continuity and stories with the judges and whatnot. Uh, but I, I I'm you know fairly conversant with the basic uh, you know plot points, and I mean I guess this is somewhat faithful to the comic, but yeah, the the comic is definitely more gritty, more street level, more of a crime story for sure than a uh, a superhero story as they try to cast this one. Which is why I'm looking forward to the uh, the new one. It looks like I Dread mean 3D. Dread 3D, which is getting a lot of good notice as of now. Yeah, and, yeah um, it's supposed to be amazing. It's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, and it's 91 percent on the tomato meter of this record as of this recording. But uh, yeah, reg- and regardless, it does. I mean, it looks like it has that like darker tone. It's certainly very R rated, and uh, I mean it. You, as we said, I mean, it kind of looks like watching The Raid just as a comic book movie. <laughs> this is the best way I can approximate it for you. This is more like the Joel Schumacher version of Dark <laughs> Yes. Uh, you know, very shiny, you know, lots of cod pieces, you know, 
Lots of shots <laughs> of the uniforms and equipment. But there are not Which... enough naked male statues in this movie to be considered a Joel Schumacher film. Not enough. It's, yeah, that's, that's for sure. Okay. So, uh, Judge, Judge Dredd, Stallone himself, has finally entered into oh. the movie. He is the law. And he is the law. And, um... You know, I'm not too sure about whether or not uh, Stallone is too... I'll, I could probably find that in the trivia, but if Stallone is too familiar with the comic books, but if he if he did have something to say about joining on to this movie, I imagine it would sound something like, well, I like the uh, the mystique and the, the character, and well, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it was a comic book, I, I wanted to do one. Batman was taken, I'm kind of big, so Judge Dredd. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty long answer there, Sly. <laughs> I'm just gonna stand here and pose. <laughs> I like how Dread tried to like. I don't. I. I. I'm pretty sure that Stallone constantly saying, "I knew you'd say that." Like, I. I'm pretty sure that's not in the comics. If I. Had, if I had to take a guess. Yeah, Judge Dread in the comics is a man of few words, mostly yeah. accents. So, so I, I like that Stallone is like constantly trying to plug that phrase as if it's like, it was going to be like, become the new like Yo Adrian phrase for him. I knew you'd say that. <laughs> Well, it was part of the plush doll toy, wasn't it? I knew you'd say that. I knew you'd say that. <laughs> Putting kids to sleep since 1995. Okay. Sponsored by Coors. J- Jim, you listen to How Did This Get Made, the podcast with Paul Shear, correct? I do. And have you listened to their Judge Dredd episode? I have not yet, no. Okay, uh, well, after this, sometime soon, do yourself a favor and listen to that episode, because they go into great detail about the robot that Rob Schneider is going to hijack. It takes up the majority of the episode. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't, I'm sorry I missed that one. Probably because I'd never seen this before tonight, so. Yep, judge down. Oh, uh, no, they just killed the rookie. What? That plastic gun is booby-trapped. <laughs> His gun has night. <laughs> as as ludicrous as this gun may be, I like the idea that you can just say what kind of ammunition you want in your gun and just, like, have it happen. Even ridiculous things like double whammy. Yes. <laughs> the ex-wife. <laughs> I'm curious if that'll be in the new Dread. He'll have that. I know he has the same kind of machine pistol gun. I'm curious if it has the capabilities that these guns do. I hope so. Mm. Yeah, especially like as a, because I thought, I mean, this came out when I was much younger, and it's a lot easier to digest when it's, you know, <laughs> when you're a kid and you're watching a movie like this, it's easier to kind of get into the comic book spirit of the movie. So it is pretty cool to have a gun where you can say double whammy and it fires two shots at some guy. It's, it's like, it's just silly fun. 
I also really like the motorbikes. Was this movie an R when it this, came out? This movie is an R for, I believe it's sustained sequences of action. So, gun porn, then. Yeah, basically. Let me see. I'm pretty sure that's like the exact rating of it. Continuous violent action. That's what it's rated R for. Remember, like, Hillbilly scene is pretty violent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, there is violence. In this. I mean, this is the 90s, so violence is all in still. I mean, besides that Hillbilly sequence, like, the film isn't really that Yeah, it's violent. not, yeah, it's kind of, like, T2. Like, yeah. it, it's more kind of, I guess, just the fact that so much violence is going on. Okay, let's get to this pasta robot right here. <laughs> Pasta robot. Pasta robot. It's, yeah. There's a Rob Schneider in my pasta. The, the um, I mean, everyone should. I'm going to put into the show notes the Judge Dredd episode of How Did This Get Made. But it's that podcast talks about just really bad, like movies that are like really bad but really fun to watch, and they go to lengths to discuss the nature of Rob Schneider controlling pasta robot and whether or not the robot's controlled by pasta, where the pasta come from. Is, does the robot eat its own? Like, they, they just. <laughs> this was the most confusing aspect for them in that show, which is. Maybe it's how it stores its memory is on pasta. I think that's discussed as well. <laughs> but I guess this, this, uh, this does set up the. This sets up Judge Dredd's, um, his, how he views the law, and that it's basically unflinching. Like, he's just... Well, he's... there's some subtle architecture. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Jedi Temple. Um, so Judge... Oh, U.S. is really hot. Yep. So J- Judge Dredd, is, he's very much focused on upholding the law by any means necessary. It seems he's <laughs> unflinching. And so, the, the logic there was that Rob Schneider was, of course, like, he, sorry, Jurgen Prochnow was funny to me. The, the, logic, the logic is that Rob Schneider, he could have jumped out of the window to save himself rather than resort to hijacking a robot to avoid gang violence. And Judge Dredd, he doesn't see any other way than, than, than the idea of jumping out of a window as opposed to doing something to slightly bend some rule in order to preserve one's own life. So, one of my wife's favorite movies is Dune. So, I have to shout out that Max von Sydow and Jurgen Prochnow are both sitting at this table. Uh, Duke Leto Atreides and um, uh, uh, Peter DeVries from uh, Dune, the movie. The David Lynch version. Yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> they, they both look back on both this movie and that movie fondly, if I had to guess. Well, and Jurgen uh, was also in Moon Commander. Don't forget that. Sorry, what? What? There's also no Wing Commander. Oh yeah, Wing Commander. I mean, everyone. Oh, Wing Commander, right? Right. East Side Freddy Prince Jr. Matthew, Mark Hamill. Matthew Lillard. <laughs> I I assume that isn't it weird that that Matthew Lillard's had more of a career than Freddy Prince Jr. He was in uh, The Descendants as the. Uh... The dude. Yeah, and I just saw him last night in the newest Clint Eastwood movie, Trouble with the Curve. Uh, oh, that's right. He's like one of the scouts. Yeah. So I'm just going to say it. Jürgen Prochnow's best performances 
uh, Dune, Das Boot, and Beerfest. Nice. <laughs> das Boot is also in Beerfest. No, no, I'm sorry, Oktoberfest. Oh, you're bad. right, no. Das Boot is in Beerfest. Oh, no, he's taking off the coveted helmet. I, I like how it's a dramatic reveal of his head, too, given that we're never supposed to see this. <laughs> I can see that uh, the one film with Christian Bale, I forget the name of it right now, slipping, kind of played off this, too. Which film? Equilibrium? Equilibrium. Hmm. It did. Actually, yeah, I'd agree. I would say that Equilibrium takes a lot from kind of a, the dystopian future that the comic yeah, book, the, that yeah. comic, the comic book that Judge Dredd represents in terms of having kind of like just only so many like major cities left in the world and they all conform to a certain law. Even though I mean that movie's focused on you know having no emotions whatsoever, and this movie has constant riots breaking out and a lot more color. Right, but I mean just in terms of the whole entire notion of these guys who are upholding the law and to the greatest you know, extent, yeah. Yeah, elite police. Yes. Oh my god. Aspen? Still snowy? Oh, that looks great. Yeah, again, I mean, there are, there's... A lot of money was spent on this movie. <laughs> and it yeah, it sure looks like it. But you're right, the production design looks pretty good, though. Some of it. Except the the red costume is horrible. It's not great, no. It looks like they bought it from Kmart. And I, I'm not a big fan of the new dread, dread costume, either. I just... I, I It's a matter of how well it translates to screen, you know, opposed to other comic book heroes and how they managed to turn those around. Judge Dredd's costume isn't quite the best to me. That's me. I don't know. Oh, here we go. The real star of the show. Armand Asante. <laughs> Put too much emphasis on something. <laughs> you thought he's a villain because he didn't turn around immediately as the guy walked in. Christopher Walken turned down the role of Rico. That is the Armand Asante character. Which is humorous to me. I would have loved to see Christopher Walken Wait, in this part. <laughs> did he really? Yes. That's what it says. <laughs> I don't know how he's supposed to... Because Rico's supposed to be Judge Dredd's twin, so I'm not sure how they're planning <laughs> yeah. on pulling that off, but... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, Arma Asante doesn't exactly pull it off either, so... Yeah, but he looks more like him than Walken does. <laughs> Probably in terms of the build. <laughs> I, yeah. They could have DH'd him. <laughs> Oh, no. Well, I'm Gordon turned off the lights. I'm, I'm shocked that Walken turned it down. He doesn't turn anything down. Well, he was probably busy making something he didn't turn down. The country bears? This is 95, Jordan. This isn't the golden years. <laughs> See, 95 area? What's he making? What's he doing? Nick of Time? I like that movie. <laughs> The Prophecy. Uh, Good movie. Uh, surprise gun. 
I love. Okay. Oh, hold on. What? He was betrayed by the villain. Wow. I, I like twist. I like this right here. The 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 sentry guns are immediately turning on him after he's been shot. And now these really boxy-looking stormtroopers have come in to see him dead. Oh, who knew he would be there? That was a good cut. It was. It was nice. Good transition. Yep. Oscar-winning. Editor. I like the CG. I like how their, their Kevlar shoulder vest can protect them against all bullets shot anywhere in their vicinity. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, everyone aims <laughs> for the shoulders. I like the CG use that makes Stallone look taller than these 14-year-olds. It's very convincing. Uh, malfunction of the motorcycle. If only Tony Stark were still alive. Does Stallone have blue eyes in this movie? Does Stallone have blue eyes? Yeah. Well, it looks to be. Did they give him some blue contacts? So let's just have blue. Sylvester Stallone had never heard of Judge Dredd until he was offered the role. Did you know Stallone was also up uh, for the role in Superman the movie? No. I did not know that. Yeah, we, uh, we just did that episode in Superman the movie. Like They, uh, they tested uh, Warren Beatty and Nick Nolte and Stallone and a whole bunch of people for the role of Superman before they came upon uh, Chris Reeve. Jesus, Nick, Nick Nolte is Superman. That. <laughs> That'd be a grumpy Superman. Oh, we got a daily plan. I'm gonna take <laughs> I'll be right back. Damn it, Lois. <laughs> who, who is Lex Luthor? Mickey Rourke? <laughs> take the movie where you can't understand a single line of dialogue. <laughs> it's like the first high-budget mumblecore Superman movie. <laughs> <laughs> look at all these judges about helmets look at very skinny Diane Lane very she's real thin I mean she's still pretty thin you say it like she's like Rosie O'Donnell now I, well no I just I mean she's I mean I don't I just don't see young Diane Lane very often I'm like wow she's like yeah. a stick and she's supposed to be playing you know one of the elite cops that services the country the city Mega City 1 <laughs> well, to be fair, Juno's best friend is also playing a rookie cap in the That's new true, one. yeah. Thurlby is not she's exactly, uh, she's not, she's not, not too... Look hit. at the lighting, oh, I'm sorry, look at the lighting on Stallone's eyes here. Yes, yeah, I, <laughs> I noticed that, yeah. They were going for the Oscar in this movie. I think they did give him blue contacts in this movie. Oh, yeah, those are definitely contacts. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because he's a, he's a, he's a clone baby. Oh, he's a test tube, baby. Oh. Spoilers. <laughs> now that you mentioned that, that's all I notice when I see him on screen now. 
Other contacts. Let me look up some of the awards that the uh, okay. the Judge Red was nominated for here. Oh, I got three or four. Okay. Razzie Award, obviously, nominated. Stallone. Also for Assassins that year. Another terrible movie. Um, but I love that movie. Assassins? No, it's terrible. It's terrible. Di- directed by Richard Donner of Superman fame <laughs> and written by the Wachowski brothers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's, oh, I forgot about that. Um, let's see. Academy of Science, Fantasy, and Horror Films Awards. Best Costumes, Best Makeup, Best Science Fiction Film, Best Special Effects. Best Makeup? All nominated. Well, yeah, well, when we get to the mutants later, right? Oh, yeah. yeah and, I guess. And, 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 I mean, look at these people on screen right now. Man, you thought the hair plug technology would have advanced along with everything else. They're they're only nominated though. I mean, let's see. I can let's see who won. Let's see who won makeup that year. Oh, there's a lot of good choices this year too. Assassins. <laughs> Seven. At the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Films, there was seven Batman Forever from Dust Till Dawn in the Mouth of Madness, Judge Dredd, and Species. Seven one. Ooh, in the Mouth of Madness. That's a that's a movie. I love it. How did Seven win? Like Seven's great. I mean, it's a favorite movie of mine. But for makeup, compared to like compared to, compared to like From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. Or Batman Forever. <laughs> Say what you will about that movie. I mean. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we did say what we will because we did a commentary for Batman Forever. We did indeed. With friend of the show, Scott Mendelson. Who is this guy? He looks familiar. That is Ian Dury of Ian Dury and the Blockheads, one of the original old school punk bands. All right. Thank you, Jim. I feel that Tom Waits would be in that role if it were made today. <laughs> yeah. You you got a Herkimer battle wagon? What? Or it's like they couldn't get um what's his name? Who's in a lot of Coen Brothers movies? And he's in the Crow. George Clooney. Yo, George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the Crow too. He's like the same role as Pawn Shop guy. Oh, I know you're you know talking, what I'm talking about. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna let me find it. Yeah. Oh, I forgot his name. <laughs> he's in like he's in like um he's in he's in Miller's Crossing. He's in Barton, or he's in, um, anyway, he's in Lebowski. What's his name? I got it, I got it. Hold on. John Polito. Yeah. John Polito. He's, it's like if you can't get Danny DeVito, you get John Polito. <laughs> That's all it took. <laughs> you said to fiddle with wires for about five seconds and look. Yeah, getting, back to, getting back to Judge Dredd, uh, we've just watched Armasante <laughs> completely take over this, ro- yeah. this giant robot thing. Which looks like one of the rejects. This robot's from, awesome, it, it is awesome, but it looks like one of the rejects from Real Steel. Except the robot doesn't. Yeah, do it's Noisy Boy's uh, counterpart. Wait, wait, I just wanted to see if Abe still remember the name. It's of the, the Edge Real Steel. Of the movie. I, I yeah. want, <laughs> okay. Did you did you just name the RoboCop robot too? Ed Two Hundred Nine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Abe, do you have like a secret like? Do you have like a secret ho- hobby of memorizing just various names of robots in movies? <laughs> No, I could have got maybe. maybe I could have got the Ed part, but I forgot the two hundred nine. I couldn't like I couldn't name that number offhand. Everybody <laughs> remembers that two hundred nine. That was the robot that couldn't go up and down stairs, like the Daleks. I know it's like I just I'd be like Ed two something or other. I wouldn't know the exact number, but 
between Noisy Boy and Ed Two Hundred Nine, I want a I want Abe to just know all robot name trivia. <laughs> Big guy Rusty. <laughs> Who's the leader uh, of the Transformers? I think everybody knows that. <laughs> You're good. Chevrolet. <laughs> I love, I love the logic. Hey man, you're the cop, see? Here's, here's the logic of this. We're like, <laughs> Dredd's going to get arrested for murdering these people because only Dredd would be smart, would be like stupid enough to like walk in in full uniform with his name tag on and, and shoot people in cold blood with cameras facing him. But I'm jumping ahead. First, we got to get to Diane Lane arresting these people for parking badly. Yeah. Look at this guy. This guy, he looks like Tom Hiddleston almost. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Her name is Hershey. Yep. Maybe they're trying to get Barbara Hershey for the role, but she was like 50. Because the reason, <laughs> the reason to get Barbara Hershey was so they could call her Hershey in the movie. Yeah, exactly. Judge Dredd's first name is Joseph. I knew you'd say that. <laughs> Just destroys his car. It's all catchphrases. So who's sudden? What? Yeah. All right. Let's get him talking to you from Max von Sydow. Yeah, the blue eyes really make him sound, just make him look really sad every time. Those cold steel blue eyes. I remember in a TV guy that had an interview with Stallone, he said he was really embarrassed about the way he looked in this movie. Any particular reason? Uh, he said, if I remember, he said, I, I look sad. Hmm. It's probably because he was acting. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't being real. This is like one of like an end of the year interview with him. They're like, oh, the most embarrassing this past year. He said, myself and Judge Dredd. I can see that Max von Sydow didn't have to do too much research for his role in Minority Report. Well, he's not he's not corrupt in this movie, so it's a step up. <laughs> Minority Report, there's another good one in terms of kind of um, futuristic 
That's a good movie. Yeah. Was, well, I mean, yeah, that's a great, it's a great movie. But I mean, in terms of kind of depictions of futuristic um, American societies. Right. Nobody else could possibly I they keep that re- a costume and done the crime. Over and over and over again. <laughs> okay, we've got. Many both in stock getting us this information. Digital and video graphics? Wow. There we go, Diane Lay, Diane Lay, and laying down the law. I know, yeah. Objections of Saint Your Honor. I knew you'd say that. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's a few good men. Right. <laughs> Jack Nicholson makes a cameo. Did you order the code red? You want to be the law? You can't handle the law. <laughs> yeah, kind of like equilibrium with the uh, the hand, or I guess the gun belonging to the operator. Okay, so now we got the old uh, DNA login gun evidence. <laughs> well, you knew when they talked about this before, there would end up being a plot point, right? Of course. It's got the onboard computer. Is that Lee Schreiber as like one of the fourteen-year-old kids? <laughs> No, it's a Balthazar Getty. <laughs> That's quite an outburst by a judge who seems to be in control all the time, isn't it? Yeah, he's, he's getting a little perturbed. One woman who believe in. Face palm, double side. Gee, I don't I wonder. Could it be his genetic twin that just broke out of prison not too long ago? Could 
that be the solution? No, because we we carefully buried the Janus Project nine years ago, man. So. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. My bad. I'm just you know throwing it out there. I mean, what's more likely? The unbreakable bone of the law who does everything perfect and never breaks any laws at all because he enforces the law so much so that he just does nothing but enforce the law or the possibility of some crazy killer guy who may be locked up in some prison somewhere breaking out and framing his brother for breaking the law. The first one. Yeah, okay. When is Jurgen Prock now going to play JCVD's father in some movie? <laughs> also, we're getting away from the true hero of this movie, Rob Schneider, so I really hope he comes back soon. He's going to be carrying spaghetti, isn't he? carrying <laughs> spaghetti. Guilty. Man, I don't know about this Law and Order uh, spinoff here. I think maybe they might have spun off too many times. <laughs> Law and Order. Special Stallone unit. I'd watch a Law and Order spinoff that takes place in the future. Max. <laughs> Poor Max. <laughs> now, was this his last film? Or no, he made a few after this. No, he's still around. He's still alive. Oh, he is? Yes. Uh, extremely loud and incredibly cool. Yeah, extremely loud. Oh, that's right. I forgot about he's that. He's in some terrible movie now called Branded. <laughs> oh, oh I read about that movie. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm pretty sure Max von Sydow is like 187 years old, but he's still alive. <laughs> Yeah, he never is. Yeah, he's eighty-three. I think it's because I think it's because they just make him look so old in The Exorcist that you just think he's really old and probably dead. <laughs> like that's legit. That's like why I think he's so old because he just they make him. But he just seems like he's so old in The Exorcist. But I mean, he's he's eighty-three now. He was so he's so he, what he was fifty-three then less. <laughs> he pulls it off perfectly. He though. does, yeah. I mean, he's great. He's, 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 the, fucking, he's the exorcist. Well, it's just kind of weird that he went from, you know, Ingmar Bergman's films like The Seventh Seal or whatever to The Exorcist and then end up, you know, playing Ming the Merciless and then in movies like this, you know. <laughs> in the, you know, the great 80s Flash Gordon movie. Yeah, it's weird. I throw everything to the ground. Like, someone has to pick that up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Max von Sydow really has kind of a a Nick Cage of extremely elderly actors thing going, where he just takes whatever role <laughs> comes his way. Thor's dad just took away Judge Dredd's armor. Sad. He's unworthy. 
They're going to throw uh, Stallone in a cell, and Kurt Russell will be waiting for him there. Yeah. <laughs> I stink. No, it's, it's or is this Tango and Cash Part 2? Tango and Cash, the yeah. next generation. Next generation, 3D. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, what if Judge Dredd was in 3D? But I'm like, well, we're seeing Dredd 3D next week, so never mind. <laughs> Are you guys going to watch it in 3D or 2D? I mean, it's called Dread 3D. <laughs> it's called, yeah, it's called 3D. It's in the title. I feel no reason not to. <laughs> Is it IMAX 2 or just 3D? It's just 3D. No, Resident Evil has subtitle, we're still making these, is in IMAX right now, so Dread doesn't have any time. Because oh. you need to see Mila Jovovich's ass as big as possible <laughs> on an IMAX screen, you really do. Was it filmed in IMAX? No. No, but it was filmed with the latest 3D technology. <laughs> they, they used the... P.W.S. Anderson, uh, he's like, hey, James Cameron's Avatar team, why don't you come help me with this Resident Evil movie? And they're like, all right, sure, we'll do it again. Jesus. It's really easy to break into someone's locker. Well, I mean, we have clones and shit, so, I mean, it makes sense to me, Jordan. <laughs> That's that such is a Jeremy Renner. What's this robot doing in here? I don't remember ordering that. Where's my pizza? Surprise to see me. I will deal with you and your rebel oh, friends and... soon enough. Your old sorcery doesn't scare me, robot. <laughs> Good old Danny Cannon really went nowhere. He does TV. A lot of TV. I mean, it doesn't help that he really hated working on this movie. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. He got, like, big fights of Stallone about it. Wonder over what? Like, what could you argue about over this movie? Director Danny Cannon was so disheartened over his constant creative disputes with Sylvester Stallone that he swore he would never work again work with another big-name actor. He also claimed that the final version of was completely different from the script due to the changes Stallone demanded. I'm pretty sure it was due to him insisting that he say, I knew you'd say that after every sentence in the movie. If uh, you guys haven't seen that, I definitely recommend a documentary called Tales from the Script. Um, they talk about, you know, how, you know, 
screen a screenplay starts out at one end and comes out another and that the star ends up you know rewriting things or what have you and I imagine that happened a lot on this set. They wanted more Rob Snyder comedy scenes and Danny Cannon's like, this is not the comic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here comes the scene that was in every trailer. I think everyone can recognize Dredd when they put their hand over his eyes like that. It's just, you get it. I wonder if people don't do that for Bruce Wayne. No one's smart enough to do it for Bruce Wayne, except for Joseph Gordon Levitt. <laughs> Even Bane was just guessing and he got lucky. <laughs> Bane goes through the whole list of <laughs> Mr. Gordon. <laughs> no. Harvey Dent. <laughs> Gus Grissom. Here we go. Oh yeah, okay. Let's now we're at the old mutant cannibals attack a prison <laughs> cargo ship plan. On air part one. And uh, Jim, do you see who that is? Oh, oh, yeah. oh, I do see who that is. It's Herschel. Herschel Scott from, Wilson. Scott Wilson from The Walking Dead plays the leader of the yeah. cannibal family. There's it's all steampunked steam out. Yep. And yes, Train Spotting's Ewan Bremner is also with the family. No, Pearl Harbor is Ewan Bremner. No, Alien vs. Predator is Ewan Bremner. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. This is just like Con Air. Even with the little rabbit, I'll do. What an inconvenient... <laughs> pilot assassination. Or maybe it was very convenient. It's a pretty good rocket launcher shell. But not good enough, since only two people survive. So I wonder if this is the first time those cannibals have taking down a plane, or if this has happened before, and they're like, uh, just keep going that route. They'll try to shoot you down. Well, I mean, if the number of prisoners that Dredd's constantly putting away, I'm sure there's plenty of prison planes that they've shot down in the past. I mean, they built their... Maybe we should go a different route this time. They build... cannibals keep taking us down. They build the, uh, their, their older brother, they make, like, a cyborg, so I assume that's from, like, broken parts of other planes they've shot down. And their whole cannibal economy depends on a fresh influx of new bodies on a regular basis. Yeah, I mean, who's going to feed the cannibal cattle and harvest the cannibal grain? Oh, yeah, this scene. Okay. 
people come in and shoot all the survivors. <laughs> <laughs> it looks it like it's in pretty. Andrew Ryan's office from Bioshock. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. Would you kindly? <laughs> I know what you're all thinking. Why aren't they both naked, and why can't we see more of Rob Schneider naked in this movie? That really was not what I was thinking. <laughs> Hey, you guys! <laughs> I remember being quite disturbed by this when I initially saw this movie. Which seems to make sense to me, given that they are cannibals about to skin these people alive. <laughs> It looked like some sort of elaborate Firefly cosplay. Like a mix of Firefly and Bioshock. Yeah. They're, they're brown coat reapers. Or they're just reavers from Firefly, actually. Yeah, see, the makeup's pretty good on that guy. Yeah. Rob Schneider's so friendly with everybody. It's that, all that acting he did in Demolition Man wearing off on all his parts. <laughs> it carried over to, you know, his subsequent films as well. The bench warmers. <laughs> the water boy. Well, Deuce Bigelow is the, the key example we're supposed to be using here. The animal. Only European gigolo, though. <laughs> Sigh. Oh, is that what that was? <laughs> I gave it up to him in Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. That's the only movie I like of his. He's awesome in European Gigolo. Sure, sure. Stop. <laughs> He's awesome in Surf Ninjas, too, but we don't need to talk about that. I love Surf... Next commentary. Next commentary, Surf, Surf Ninjas. Ninjas. Surf Ninjas is awesome. I, I know. It has, it, has, it has your cousins in there, right, dude? Yeah, it's got Kino in there from Ninja Turtles. Hey, Kino, yeah, Eddie, Eddie Ray's Jr. <laughs> Moto Surf! <laughs> Kid that plays Game Gear that predicts the future. L Leslie Nielsen... Oh, I love that movie. Now I want to watch it. Also, I also forgot Knock Off, which stars John claude Van Damme. Basically, Rob Schneider was like a hot commodity in the 90s when it came to action stars needing a sidekick character. When did that end for him? Because he was like in every other action movie for a while. Uh, it looks like the 90s. Because then, then, like, then... Yeah, or something? Here, 
98 with knockoff because then like adam sandler got his like his happy madison studio going so he was able to do all those films with him because i mean it's just non-stop depressing streak of the the animal the hot chick all these movies Anyway, getting back to Judge Dredd, now we're watching a Dredd face off against a crazy group of cannibals. Quite easily. Quite easily, I mean. They're not, yes. they're well, he knew they'd say that. Maybe it wasn't a good idea to have the switch that turned off your evil cyborg right on his forehead like that. Yeah, that never helps, I guess. Dread roll. They need bigger guns. Jeez. Dread's really good at shooting people. It's just... Gets the job done. Obi-Wan? Is that you? So when does he uh, do something funny? Stab through the heart. <laughs> I guess the robot turned his dial at some point, or <laughs> cyborg. I think he did that. Don't hit him like that again. Uh -huh. I guess he eats, right? Because he's a cyborg. <laughs> yeah. He's not that bishop. He's an alien. Gruel. All right, I can go with that. That was a weird. Did that look weird to you? That thing right there. Yeah, it did it? The whole frame shook. Yeah. I knew you'd say that. Okay, so this guy, he looks mentally disabled. Am I correct in saying that? The look on this rookie's face. Lee Schreiber Jr.? Lee Schreiber Jr. 
Both Zargeti. He's from the uh, Special Force. <laughs> get it, get it. So in the future, they have Photoshop? <laughs> <laughs> it's only version 2.0 pretty- in this film. I like how not only were they able to, able to eliminate the pieces of the background, but able to reassemble what the real background is in that picture. The future. Well, yeah, of course. More than still... just geotagging in the future. <laughs> yes, of course, Matt. He's, he's still alive, Jordan, because he has to depart like all the random words of wisdom that he's going to need before he go back, goes back to Mega City 1. Then he can die. It would have been much faster if you just made a psychic connection like Spock. Listen, I have much backstory to give before I perish. What? I'm a test tube baby? No! You think uh, Max von Sydow ever watches this movie just like at his leisure? It's like I was good in that. No, I don't think <laughs> he ever does. That. <laughs> you think you don't think he like backs the he like watches this and he watches the diving bell and the butterfly and he's like, wow, those are two good movies I did. No, he probably watches his bank statement and says, wow, look at that big check I got for Judge Dredd back in the nineties. From the beginning, this film was intended to receive a PG-13 rating. Due to excessive violence, the MPAA refused to downgrade the initial R rating despite repeated appeals from the studio and Stallone, mostly because schedule constraints the, the film could not be recut and was released with an R rating. Well, that's clearly what killed it. I mean, although it did make its money back, if I remember correctly. Hmm, let's see. It was a packed house for all this. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. budget is seventy million, and the gross was one hundred thirteen million worldwide. Yeah, so, so it, it made its money back. It, made its money Not, back. it wasn't spectacular. Yeah, but. it wasn't a smash, but yeah, didn't do well domestic though. It's seventy percent of its money overseas. So everyone really likes Rob Schneider. When did Demolition Man come out? That was 94, wasn't it? 93. 93. That did pretty well, didn't it? Yeah, Demolition Man did pretty good. Yeah. Just to uh, just to make note, um, Judge Dredd came out the same weekend as Apollo 13 and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie. Oh, man. I have the news. I saw Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie in theaters that weekend. I saw this Friday night, and I saw... 
I saw Apollo 13 like four times in theaters. That's very dramatic music for Judge Dredd to compare to statue. Well, that's because Alvin Silvestri knows how to deliver. He's got a fun Rico. Should I let your listeners know that the soundtrack's available on, on iTunes? It is? <laughs> yeah, I looked it up. I was saying, I know, it is. Yeah. It's it's there. Nine nine nine. Necessary. Chung Chan. Boom. Looking happy as always. What's with the awkward handshake? <laughs> Who's he supposed to be? Who, Joan Chen? Huh? Who, Joan Chen? Yeah. You know, his uh, personal whatever the fuck. One of those. The only other woman in the entire movie other than Diane Lane. What did we have for Stallone? We had, okay, so Cliffhanger, that was huge. And... Well, no, I like Demolition Man more, but Cliffhanger's, that's solid. It's a solid movie. Yeah, that oh, movie. yeah, Cliffhanger's amazing. That movie made bank, too. That, okay, 255 worldwide. So that's Good old Rennie Harlan. Rennie Harlan. And I'm basically going after everything after Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Uh, Cliffhanger, and then uh, Demolition Man, which also made like a good amount. I don't think it was like, a huge hit, but it made a good amount of money. Um, let's see. Then The Specialist, which which sucks. I've never seen that. But it that was also a big uh, hit. Shower scene. Yeah, it does a show there. It does. What about Over the Top, the arm wrestling movie? I, I can't take that movie seriously at all. I hate was that. Was that like early 90s? No, Over the Top's, 80, Over the Top's 1987, and it's a movie that so it's not a movie that I find funny bad. I just I just can't stand it at all. <laughs> oh, it's really bad. Oh, my God. It's his third best film. Shut, shut up, dude. It's going to piss me off. <laughs> Then there's then there's daylight. I remember seeing daylight in theaters. I've never seen daylight. It's uh, it's it's okay. It's got stuff. Isn't that Rob Cohen? Yeah, it was a Rob Cohen movie. It had uh, it had Vigo Mort- it had young Vigo Mortensen, and that's a movie I always remember Vigo Mortensen in because he dies kind of depressingly in that movie. <laughs> All these judges have just been executed yeah, by the robot Rob- Enrico. Yeah. Uh oh. Arnold Santa is just like I'm gonna kill everybody now. And he's taking out all the judges with his robot buddy. There was like a there was a judge just taking a shower, gonna go change, and then there's like a bomb in her locker. And like Arnold Santa is like disguised as a hobo to make sure his robot does all his dirty work correctly, as you do. I forgot Daylight made money. I thought that was a big bomb. I guess it was domestically though, because it made like. 80% of its money overseas. <laughs> I would wipe the blood off my face, but it looks really, really cool. And surprisingly, it hasn't dried or caked. No, he's good. He's, he's dread. He's got it. What came after daylight? Copland. Copland. That didn't do that well. one's thought was uh, starting starting to like decline a little bit before he started remaking all those uh, cool action movies again. Cop. What what cool action movies again? Ex- 
Expendables. Duh. <laughs> Expendables, yeah. Right. Rambo. Rocky Six. Rocky Balboa is solid, and that's, yeah. But, uh, I mean, Copland seemed like that was his attempt to get an Oscar. That seemed like what they were going for, even though it just is an okay movie. He gained a lot of weight for that. He did. He's he's kind of fat in that movie. And it's, like, packed with stars, too. It's, like, De Niro and Harvey Keitel and Ray Liotta. Yeah. I've only seen Copland once, though. I should see that again sometime. I like James. I heard the director's cut pretty good. Yeah, I heard that too. And it's James Mangold directed, and I really like James Mangold in general. So. He was in Ants. He's a voice in Ants, and he's great in Ants. I like him in there. You because know, I like Ants a lot. Oh, yeah. Jurgen here is like hit at the tribunal now and just talking much nonsense. Senator Palpatine. Senator Yanks. <laughs> Where's Jar Jar Binks when you need him? Something, 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 dark side, something, something. I keep waiting for one of them to start acting like they're choking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the robot off screen doing the force. <laughs> yeah, Get Carter. Oh my god, that's a terrible movie. Yeah, that was like during his lull. That was his lull, yeah. And then, then that's you gotta give it that. that wait, the Michael Caine original Get Carter is an incredible movie. Well, yeah, I mean that, yeah. I just wanted to shout that out for the listeners who oh, might not sure, know yeah. that it was a remake of a much better movie. Oh yes, and then then it was like the Jason Statham version of the Italian Job, same deal. And it had a pretty good cast, didn't it? it had like it had Michael Caine in it again. Yeah, and it had like Alan Cumming, right, and. uh... Uh, Mickey Rourke. It did have Mickey Rourke, yes. It's his second best movie. Shut <laughs> 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 that, uh, that Driven. I don't even want to talk about Driven. Oh, that's like his best movie. <laughs> Rob Schneider is just messing things up for Dread. Driven is one of the only films I've ever walked out of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's one of the other one, films you blocked out? <laughs> trying to remember. Oh, um, Lemony Snicket. That's another one. Really? Yeah. Just wasn't into it. Right. Okay, here here we go. Epic running scene between Stallone and Paul oh. Schneider. Yes. Escaping the flame vents. Hey, it's the hallway from Alien. <laughs> I think it's just the same. Oh, no, I tripped. How can we take away all the tension from this scene? I'll put Rob Schneider in it. Rob Schneider's screaming <laughs> and not, not running. Just, like, screaming in place. Yeah, clearly not running. <laughs> oh, good thing that was there. <laughs> good thing there's all this soft rubber here to land on. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> People howled during that joke. People, when I saw it in theaters, thought that was the funniest thing in the world. I missed the joke. What was it? <laughs> Where he's like, oh, I'm alive. I'm alive. Oh, so are you. Hilarious. People laughed their tits off in the, in the theater. <laughs> Specifically their tits? Oh, That's I don't think so. <laughs> tits were falling everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> 
them all in a big pile, and on the way out of the theater, they had to go through and you had to find your tits that fell off. <laughs> there they oh, are. They have the rings. How did I end up with decaps? <laughs> Yeah, the face. All these these classic banter between Rob Schneider and Sylvester Stallone. Oh yeah. And that's why oh, yeah. he hated Schneider. America was in the waves and the throes of Schneider mania. America clearly just wasn't ready for Rob Schneider's epic performance of this film. I love that Judge Dredd has a uniform again, and Rob Schneider still looks like trash. Well, yeah, he's like the Wookiee with handcuffs in this scenario. Wait, what? That's not Dredd, is it? Oh, don't wipe the blood off your face. No, he's good. Yeah. It's no, a, leave it. It's fine. It's been a rough day at the office. That's how I can hold that one up. No, you've just stealed your face. <laughs> no, you've stealed yours. <laughs> Hello, did anybody call for a nice-looking man? <laughs> uh, 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 how did I not see this double crash coming? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Coming it is. <gasps> it's you, brother. Liquid brother! And now the mystery of the eyes is solved. I didn't realize how close this plot is to Metal Gear Solid until you said that. Yeah. The clones and everything. Lalilalo. My arm! Ow! I just shot myself. There are no cameras in this room that would implicate myself. The, one, my... the, the one room with no cameras. Or any <laughs> ballistics technology that would see that I had gunpowder burns all over me. <laughs> Rob Schneider just decided to take those stairs walking down where his slide just jumps. <laughs> I like these bikes. We're going to get to this whole bike chase sequence now. And I mean, it's silly and over the top, but I like these bikes. After dialing up 56K, it finally turned on. <laughs> we just had to hit it really hard, and it's good. See, now this is very Schumacher and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Falling from a giant eagle building like a hundred stories, almost hitting the ground and then turning on, just like the remake of Slipping My Mind. Total Recall. Yes, thank you. <laughs> really? That slipped your mind? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were thinking of something else. <laughs> 
Look at these fancy special effects that haven't dated at all. <laughs> you didn't say anything about cacking. <laughs> you just throw something at me? Oh no, I'm dead. Like the speeders in Star Wars. No, it's more like the episode two chase. Just less slick. <laughs> Killed by a billboard. Classic. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Classic future kill scene. No, that Johnny Cab crashed into the building. <laughs> <laughs> what? No! Not into the wild turkey brand liquor. <laughs> Which exploded. <laughs> right. Why did it explode? <laughs> That's something I've noted. They didn't really have a lot of product placement in this movie, did they? I've only seen like the Coors beer, but not really anything else yet. Uh, maybe you just haven't focused on it. Oh, that makes sense. You just jump off to the other <laughs> side. Came out. What, sorry? This took awesome when it came out. Yeah, when it came out. Yeah. Like, it, it looks... Even though you have screaming Rob Schneider, like... <laughs> well, it's because you have so many, like, even though it's, like, obvious, like, rear projection stuff, there's so many, like, um, miniature effects used that it... I mean, that stuff always kind of looks good. Yeah. Even it silly as it is here. <laughs> Judge Judge like destroyed, he... like, half an apartment building. <laughs> I was going to say, he blew up, like, half a city block to save Rob Schneider. What's up with that? And now they've entered <laughs> into this room that looks like post-shootout true romance. Yeah. Feathers are still flying. Yep. And yet he drops his gun. Why are the feathers still flying? <laughs> oh, because Hershey was just running amok up in there. Having all kinds of sex, right? Am I right? <laughs> you know, Rob Sharon's got the right idea. They haven't eaten the whole movie. We're dying out there, man! We're dying! Again with the lighting on his eyes. It's like an early version of lens flare. Yeah, we hadn't quite got to lens flare technology at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and overdoing lens flare in every shot. J.J. Abrams is only like 17. Who's your fat friend in this picture? <laughs> <laughs> that's... that's uh, that's Tango and Cash. He's my brother, yo. I mean, he's like my clone, but he's kind of my brother, too. Like, I don't know what to think of it. It is! It's It's Diane Lane. I like Armando Sante's, like, slick back hair. Like, gives the impression that he's supposed to be, like, the peak of physical condition. <laughs> like I said, I would think hair plugs would look better in the future than that. 
strange that they need four needles to take a blood sample. Well, I mean, it sends it around to different departments. You know how it is. <laughs> At least finally the blood washed off of his forehead. Captain Cockblocker. <laughs> oh, it's just uh, eating popcorn and fixing these wires. And uh, I didn't want to intrude on you guys having sex, but uh, here I am. Surprise. What's Armin Asante been up to lately? What's he been doing? Commercials for both Flex. I don't know. Thank you. He's in a Resident Evil. What? No, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> what? Shut up, Joy. <laughs> yeah, look it up. He's not in Resident Evil. Yeah, look it up. I am looking it up. He's not in Resident Evil. <laughs> you must not be at the right page. <laughs> Where was he? What was his last thing he did that was worth noting? Wow, going back a while. <laughs> American Gangster. American Gangster. Yeah, yeah, that's it, actually. American Gangster. Suave. Everything. You said else? Rico. I just came right to mind. Thank you. Rico, sorry. <laughs> he is so wearing a blazer with like a, a black V-neck and slick back hair. He looks like a character out of Miami Vice. <laughs> when you can't afford, afford Antonio Banderas. Yeah. You get Arba <laughs> Wow, his his IMDb picture is his IMDb picture is kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> oh my god! It's like he's gonna climb out of the screen and hit you. Uh oh, the robot's about to destroy you. Uh, probably, proc now, and this is this may, right now. This may be like my favorite like line that he gives the robot. It's like rip off his arms or something. <laughs> And it's like really graphic. There we go. Robot, rip his arms and legs off. <laughs> oh, blood splatter. He must have had a Hawaiian punch on him or something. Yeah, big red balloon. Oh, he has a lot of things in the pipeline, it seems, Armin Asante. So many post-production, pre-production, filming. I will say that Robert Schneider does bring Judge Shred luck. He, he's doing, he's proving his claim to be true. Well, he was on Chuck. I remember seeing Rob, uh, Armin Asante on Chuck. <laughs> Rob Schneider. <laughs> no, no, the robot. It's everywhere. No, Rob! Rob got gut shot.
like how he doesn't name the robot. I like how he just calls it robot. It shows a lack of imagination. What would you guys <laughs> name your killer robots? Oh, give me a second. Joey. <laughs> Joey. Get him, Joey! I think I would name mine the Light FM. That way I can say, you're being decapitated by the Light FM. Robot Frank. I could easily kill you with my gun, but I'll throw it away so we can settle this like men. Manly men? The most manly men. Wait, let me get my V-neck t-shirt. Hold on, let me get a comb. I need to slip back my hair some more. Rico. Bingo. The Prometheus. <laughs> it is like Prometheus. Those guys do look like the engineers. Bingo. Dino DNA. <laughs> Dino DNA. Well, somebody can't be a band-aid. Please. Please. Somebody. Anything. A towel. Still, I like, so what are we doing to do? Eat them? God, he's really short. Just look how tall Abandasante is. Well, yeah, 14-year-olds can't save him now. God. I think he's also standing on a higher platform than he is. I don't think so, Aaron. <laughs> Thanks, Jordan. He <laughs> grew six inches. So what do you believe? You just wait till I wipe the strawberry jelly off my face. You just wait till I ride the strawberry jelly off my ass. Nothing. I sent you letters. I had a family. <laughs> it turns into warrior. <laughs> you rang. <laughs> hey, it's me. What? Is Jeff, Br is Jeff, Jeff Bridges inside that robot? <laughs> yeah, but he still didn't solve the icing problem. He loves ripping out <laughs> people's arms and legs. What? The robot turned on them? What? I didn't see that coming. Holy gut what? shot. What? Spaghetti robot? 
Dread, quick, shoot everything in this room except us, Arm and Asante. All the glass. Yeah, robot. What? Is that me? Someone say my name. Someone say my name. Ooh, Diane Lynn Punch. Rico really didn't have a contingency plan for all of this. Well, he shouldn't have had so much exposition. He should have just killed everybody. Yeah, it would have helped. It's his own fault. Uh-oh. You should have looked down the screen and had a loading bar. You know, your clones are 60%. Yeah. <laughs> Diane's Lane's mama said, mama said, knock Joan Chan out. Oh. Engineers. Oh, gooey ones. They're made out of saltwater yeah. taffy. Yeah. <laughs> Pineapple flavored. Yeah, spoilers for the end of Game of Thrones Season 2. <laughs> oh no, Armin Asante was able to out-fight out Sylvester Stallone just then. See, this is why Joan Chen's in this movie. To get headbutted by Diane. So they can have two fights going at the same time. <laughs> you got it. Rob Schneider's meanwhile fighting a toaster. It's a brave little toaster. That's for sure. Damn straight. Wow, who knew clones were so explosive? <laughs> Those explosive clones, man. I guess I'm just going to ride the hell out of here. Not so fast, Rico. No. Just yells it again for no Dramatic <laughs> fight sequence. Ow, my face. Way to zoom out. <laughs> I hope we get the Statue of Liberty in Dread 3D. And all this rain. We need the rain. This is just like Goldeneye. He's got to hang off the edge, of course. That's his inspiration for making Cliffhanger. Exactly. He's like, hmm, a good movie. So he, he, he thought of doing this after well, he made Cliffhanger first, so he's like, well, that scene worked there. <laughs> Except this isn't John Lithgow, and there's no Leon. He also wanted to show how cut his upper body was. You're right, Abe. There's no Leon from Cool Runnings. <laughs> I love Cool Runnings. I... Sanka, you dead? No, man. Uh... But we finished the race. That was an unceremonious ending for Rico. Signal flare? Why did I look at it? I knew it was coming. Why did I turn my head? What is what distracted me? Fatal mistake. I knew he'd say that. Scream. <laughs> Surprise! Asians don't die that easily. Oh no, crazy bitches! Oh, yep. Can we throw her off the building too? I knew she'd say that. <laughs> Help me! <laughs> Where's Rob? Where's Rob? Toaster killed him.
dun, 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 dun. <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> Dread, is that you? That won't be necessary. We saw the liquefied remains of Armin Asante's body on the floor. <laughs> Unceremonious ending for Rob Schneider, too. <laughs> he's the che- I'm telling you, he's the Chewy in the situation, Gabe. <laughs> I think I made that pretty clear. He saves the day, and then he gets no credit. <laughs> if I can donate any of my parts and circuits to save Rob Schneider, please don't <laughs> This is like the end of Shane. <laughs> Only that's a good movie. Except, except Dread's not shot. And this isn't black and white. <laughs> Thank you, Abe, for that distinct determination. I had to make sure that everyone knew that we were watching Shane. sucks, and this movie's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Only one is a modern classic. Everyone cheer all together at the same time when he starts the motorcycle. I knew you'd say that. Oh, he did it! He said it again! This is Patrick Catchphrase, oh my god! I hope there's a poster that says that. Judge Dredd. I knew you'd say that. <laughs> I bet you tattooed on Sylvester. to make one. I love that they're all cheering him. Let's go we back to our fascist it. society! We gotta clear the set of shooting Battlestar Galactica here in an hour! We haven't learned anything at all in this movie. Dredd was Let innocent. Let me just write up. Dredd was innocent. That's the moral. He's a happy clone with a, with a fake pass now. Look at all those penis skyscrapers in the background. Yeah. Really sharp. So he rides up only to stop at a at a road end. Yeah, he well he's he's posing for the Judge Red gargoyle that's being made. Okay. Wow. It's it's over. That was quick. <laughs> yeah, that, that was kind of fast. This movie. Movie flies yeah. by. That's how great it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time at movies. You just don't want it to end. Yeah, that's... Stop yawning. Is this song <laughs> Sorry. <by> the... <laughs> Sorry. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this song at the end here by The Cure? It is by The Cure. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. That's a... That's a movie that was made once. Once is probably enough. <laughs> Well, you think that, but now, 17 years later, here we are. Dread 3D next week. A new take on the series, of course, because no one really wants a sequel to this movie, because Rob Schneider was obviously not available. Yeah, I wouldn't have made it without Rob Schneider. I... Yeah, he's busy doing Jack and Jill. Are there any special things at the end of this movie? I believe there's all the... No. <laughs> right. no I, I there mean... weren't any special things in the movie, so <laughs> it's special after the movie. <laughs> I'm going to read the, the reception area on with the Wikipedia page for Dredge Dread. The film received negative reviews upon its release. 15% of reviewers on Rotten Tomatoes uh, liked the film. It had an average of 3.6 out of 10. The critical consensus stating that Judge Dredd wants to be both a legitimate violent action flick and a parody of one, but director Danny Cannon fails to find the necessary balance to make it work. I think we... 
I think we've established that Danny Cannon probably made the legitimate violent action film, but everyone else decided to not do that. But, uh, although I still could be giving more credit than credit is due to Danny Cannon's skills as a director for this movie, but yeah, it's, it's not very good. <laughs> so He did this other horror movie, which is pretty good. I forgot, what, <laughs> forgot what it was called. Danny Cannon? Yeah. I still know what you did last summer is Danny Cannon? No, 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 Another one after you think that. Be, you think it'd be before that? No, after I know what you did last summer. After? Oh, well, let's spend, yeah. let's spend the, the rest of the credits trying to find out what that horror movie is. <laughs> I mean, let's see. Let's, let's see all this TV stuff he's done. Did CSI Miami. I wonder how many times he's done that David Caruso cutaway. He's done that. He's did a TV movie called Capital Law with Kevin Pollack and Sherry Shepard. Dream Team. Oh, maybe. I, uh, what were you thinking of? All I see is I still know what you did last summer. Maybe it wasn't him. I could have sworn he did something else. It was like straight to video. I guess I'm wrong. I've been giving him credit for all these years for his pretty cool horror movie that I guess he didn't direct. Which movie? Urban Legend? Damn you, Danny Cannon. Urban Legend? You got me again. Blair, Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows? Is that really good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was Urban Legend Final Cut. <laughs> Urban Legend Final Cut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it. How could I forget? <laughs> okay, it's on the list. It's on the list. All right. The um... Oh, it was Drag Me to Hell. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that's that's the Danny Cannon film I was thinking of. Don't, don't, don't disrespect Sam Raimi, creator of creator of uh, of Dark Man, which only led to Dark Man Three: Die Dark Man Die. Um, die Dark Man Die. <laughs> His Oz trailer looks really good. I enjoyed it. Anyway, we're getting to the end of the uh, the movie here, so we should probably wrap up this uh, this podcast that we've done for it, <laughs> where we talked exclusively about Judge Dredd, of course, uh, <laughs> as always. Um, so yeah, that's that's wrapping it up for uh, this uh, this special commentary episode for the 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 1995 classic Sylvester Stallone's Judge Dredd. Um, we'll be back. Later, narrated. Yes, we'll be we'll be back to uh, talk about Judge Dredd 3D. And uh, in the the week that corresponds with that movie, that film's release with uh, some special some special guests, I believe. But uh, yeah, that's gonna do it for out now this week. Uh, you can find, of course, more of my work in my personal blog, thecodezeek.com, as well as at whysoblue.com uh, for all my film and Blu-ray reviews. You can also find me at twitter.com/slash/aaron's-ps3. Uh, Abe, you can find more fun stuff at walrusmoose.blogspot.com and twitter.com/slash/walrusmoose. Jordan, you can go to Twitter at AmsterdamJap. Or damndirtyblog.blogspot.com to read some old articles. Okay, and Jim? Uh, Legionofdudes.com is where you can find the whole HHWLOD network, including our newest podcast, Real Heroes, where we're going to be focusing in on comic book-based and superhero movies. So if you enjoy movies like uh, this crappy one we just did a commentary on, check that out. <laughs> Great. Uh, <laughs> and, um, yeah. Awesome. You can, yeah, it is awesome. I uh, I look forward to listening to that inaugural episode with Superman the movie, and I you know hope to hope to be on at some point and participate with you guys talking about the superhero flicks. For sure, that's uh, all. Um, all the other episodes out now with Aaron and Abe are of course available on iTunes and at hhwlod.com, of course, which Jim just mentioned. Um, you can also email us at outnowpodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to write in your your comments on. Uh, Judge Dredd or any thoughts in relation to the film or any of the random 
sidebars that we took during this commentary. And, of course, Facebook.com slash OutNowPodcast and Twitter.com slash OutNow underscore podcast. You can follow and like our pages. We have all the constant updates and what have you. So, uh, yeah, feel free to get in on those. Uh, thanks, guys, for coming in on this commentary with us. It's always a pleasure oh, to have thank you. Always a pleasure. Great. And um, until next time, so long. And goodbye. The means to an end. You started a massacre. I caused the revolution. You betrayed the law. Law. One of these special things in the movie. So <laughs> <laughs>